Uberreich's streets run red with the blood of the Reichland. Corpses of good, stout-hearted folk hang from the walls for no crime but obedience to their liege lords. The cult of Sigmar demands all honour their noble lords and masters, but the only reward for such loyalty in Uberreich is a short drop and an early passage to Moore's realm. None can understand why Altdorf's state soldiers arrived to remove Graf Sigismund von Jungfreud from power. The Emperor claimed the old Graf was preparing for war, but the Graf was a fair and strong ruler and beloved by the people. So nobles and commoners alike gossip like fishwives from the halls of power to the cheapest taverns. What could cause the Emperor to do this? But uncertainty breeds opportunity, and opportunity is the meat and drink of the adventurer. And these are the Ubersreich Adventures. Starring Naomi as Marina Ermittelrin, a human Reichlander investigator. Rob as Osric Fiegler, a Reichlander soldier who once served the Jungfruits, and Mike as the mysterious wood elf scout Gadru. Escorted from the Spittlefell tenement to the Black Rock Castle, which is where the uh, the current um, invading or the current occupying uh, faction from Altdorf resides. So there is a picture of the uh, the castle for you. This is I probably quite a street. You were taken there by the guard. They said that that, that so they they've been very quiet as they escorted you through the um, the docks and up past the precinct and into Black Rock itself. So this is probably a very odd experience for you, Rob, because Osric once served in Black Rock Castle as the uh, one of the Jungfreud guards. Uh, this is an enormous fortification, said to be one of the largest fortifications in the southern Vorbergaland. used to be built, it was originally built by House Brunner, which you have made the acquaintance of before. Um, Did they also come up with the original name of the, of the area they live in? Because, Jesus. <laughs> well, it's black. It, it's a dark, imposing castle. Um, it's a warren of halls, salons, barracks, and private chambers, as well as You've probably heard an extensive dungeon where many enemies of the Jungfreuds would have wasted away their remaining years. However, as you enter, as you're led into the castle by your guard, um, Osric, you already notice a complete change in the atmosphere of the castle. It used to be thronged full of servants and busy, but now you notice that the uh, your footsteps echo in the emptiness of the castle. You're led into the great hall where once there used to be a large fire uh, in the fireplace to welcome guests. Now it lies empty and unlit. Your sergeant who's been escorting you says, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave you now. 
uh, but you note that you're now being watched by people dressed in the livery of Altdorf soldiers. Okay. Right. What do you want to do? Do you want to? Have, do you want you? You have a few moments if you want to talk to each other. Um, Rob, your character is still nursing um, some wounds from the combat last time. I think you actually took a a critical wound. Um, not surprise me. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, yeah, I think you might have a broken <laughs> rib or something still. I, I, I think it was sort of like a broken toe or something. No, it was. Uh, you've got a broken. You've got some cracked ribs, so you're probably not feeling that great. Which gives you a minor broken bone. Uh, you in- don't. You don't need all your ribs. It takes a long time to heal, so this is something that you're going to be minus thirty. What? Have the rest of us regained our wounds? Yeah, you regained wounds at the last. You've all regained wounds. Um, Osric, you've, you're still a little shy, but after a sm- as long as you don't do anything too strenuous, you'll recover in another day or so. So effing and blinding does not count as strenuous. No. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, your body is not particularly strong. So anything using your body, you're effectively at minus thirty to strength and agility. So you're not going to be doing any heavy lifting with a fractured rib, but you're not paralysed either. Okay. We have our fortune points back. You have your what? Your what? I'm just looking at um, fortune points, resolve wounds. Certainly for my character, they're depleted. They're slightly depleted. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we'll give you that back. There you go, Gadru, you've got your resolve. Marina, you've got your fortune and you get your resolve back. And Osric, you get your fortune back. You don't you haven't spent any resolve. Okay. Am I still Are you still what? I've got a wound. You're nearly healed, but not quite then. Okay. Gadri, you're fine. Um, Bloody Osric, elf. Osric, as you were the only one who was still kind of uh, able to move around, um you've been you were looking after them a lot in Spittlefeld which may be why you've not healed quite as well as them. Um, so as you kind of lick your wounds and uh, wait for a moment, eventually a um, a servant comes over, emerging from the gloomy darkness of the uh, the Great Hall, and he kind of coughs gently. <clears throat> could, I, um, could I ask you to follow me, please? Again, Osric, you've never seen this fellow before. Probably some old Dorfer. All right. Yeah, it was a bit of an old Dorf accent. Um, as you're making your way through the, um, as you're just about to leave the Great Hall, you notice someone that you recognise uh, shuffling uh, at the other side of the hall. You can see this chap here. Can you see him on the bottom left? Uh, yes, yeah, Sergeant Fancy Pants. Yeah, if you want to make all the UI stuff disappear, click the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay icon on the top left uh, and that will hide the user interface and if you click it again it will come back okay so you can, yeah you recognize this guy as being sergeant uh sergeant orban gelderick one of the altdorf soldiers who's been seconded to the uh the new watch as it were um uh, he so was just the one re- who wasn't an ass right yes that's right but uh, he's uh, the um one who's basically second in command to his own unit so from what i can tell yes um He's a young man with curly black hair, um, and he's currently dressed in the uniform of an Altdorf State Sergeant. Um, actually, yeah, I can now show off my new um, new toy that I wrote. Uh, I'm going to ask you all for perception rolls, but you don't have to roll them. I'll roll them for you. That's no fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Naomi, you all succeeded, get... so don't complain too much. No, 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 no. It, it is my right as a table <laughs> player to roll my own dice and fuck myself in the arse of them. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm just wondering why Marina thinks she's got a plus 11. 150. Air? Oh, right. 
you've got an, for some reason you've got an advantage of ten combat advantage. Right. Well, do you want to do it again then? I'll wipe. No, 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 no. It's fine. No. I'm going to just future reference. I like. I like. Rolling myself. All right, I just like rolling lots of dice quickly. I thought it might cut down on the amount of. Um... But that that seems more apt. How is your perception seventy two? I'm the wood It's just like listening to you telling us what's happening. Okay, I've got really high intelligence on those a you? ton of points into. Perception is insane. Yeah, oh, seventy two. Uh, Gadry, you're the only one that notices that um, uh, Orban's eyes are puffy and he's sniffling and wiping his hand across his eyes. <laughs> oh, God, is there another fucking nerd cult here? <laughs> Have what? you been experiencing emotions, Sergeant? I thought, I thought I passed before. Have you changed it? Sorry? I thought I passed this before. Did you change it? I re-rolled it because you didn't pass it. You had an ins- you had a plus 100 to your, your skill, so the roll was ever so slightly out there. So I just rolled it again after I fixed everybody's advantages. I don't know why you had an advantage of 10. Um, okay, are you actually going to go up to him and say, are you experiencing... Emotions. Yeah. Are you actually saying that? Yes. Oh, um, the your servant kind of stops and turns around and goes, could I have you follow me, please? But you, you're going to storm across the uh, the hall to talk to Orban then. I'll, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go with a servant because I suppose I want to yeah, find yeah. out if I'm going to get hanged this time for something. Yeah, I think I'm following. Do you approve? Well, yeah. can somebody remind me what happened yeah. last time? Uh, vampire bullshit, you know, usual. Yeah, you were locked in the Spitalfeld tenement. Um, Did we kill the vampire? Um, Did we kill him? Yes, uh, the yes I, 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 I believe the head was taken from me. Some vile theft. Um. Possibly, or you took it out in the sunlight. It didn't. It didn't last very long once you separate it from the head of, of oh. another. Of a, um, right. So you, as, as you, um, as you try to approach him, uh, Gadru, he will kind of move away from you. Possibly because he knows what you're like. <laughs> Can't blame him. Could you please follow me? But there the is an is Sorry. But the human is sad. Nonetheless, my instructions are to deliver you to my master. Could you please accompany me so we can facilitate this? Who's your master? Could you just follow me, please? That will all become apparent if your elven friend follows me. And he's now folding his arm. Come on, Gadru. Okay, you step into a hallway and he leads you to a door where he ra- your servant raps on the door um, and takes a step to one side and you can hear a stern woman's voice call from inside the study. Come in, please. Oh, it's the captain's guard woman, isn't it? Who? Uh, you know, the person in charge of the watch. Oh, okay. Go in, I suppose. Well, the person in charge of the watch would be in the watch house uh, normally. Okay, you step into a richly appointed uh, study. It's been neatly cared for. It has Bretonian windows facing out over the city. One window is open and lets in a pleasant morning breeze, which carries the smell uh, of the kitchens from the castle down below. The room is dominated by a large desk stacked high with neat piles of paper with a row of 20 or something fresh quills and a selection of different coloured inks and waxes. A number of finely carved chairs sit on the other side of the desk. Uh, the left wall is lined with books detailing everything from curious myths and legends to natural philosophies. Not that that's really much uh, that uh, Osric and Gadru can make sense of. Many of the tomes are I written in a strange... You can't read yet. Uh, many of the tomes are written in a strange script with little box-shaped pictures. A well-worn dog-eared book with a dwarf slayer and a human on the cover. 
No doubt My Travels with Gotrek Volume 3 sits on a small side table next to a comfortable-looking plush chair. The right wall is covered with a small drawers, nooks, niches and compartments, each filled with reams of paper, scrolls and other documents. A brass wire cage sits in the corner near the window with a half dozen pigeons pleasantly cooing inside. However, what you notice in this room is an impressively um, attired woman. Looks a bit like this. Uh, she's at least six foot tall and she stands in front of the cage, feeding the birds scraps of bread from her breakfast. She's wearing an elaborate gown that is quite out of place with everything else in the room, with a fine green velvet cloak drawn over her shoulders against the breeze. She turns to regard you with a steady gaze, her striking beauty and tightly curled black hair set in stone. My lady, uh, my name is Lady Emmanuel Nacht, and it's a pleasure to finally meet you, she says, and she gestures for you to sit on one of the chairs. Were you all meant to sit on this chair? Or do we have separate ones? <laughs> I think it all means that we just sit on one chair. Please. We all just start trying to squeeze onto one chair. Going, no, move it, move it. Uh, Marina, Marina, she says, and she kind of points to the chair that's nearest the one that she moves over to. Perhaps you could sit there and then Gadru there and then Osric. All right. Please do sit down. Apparently working out our own chairs was too complicated for us. Mm. I look in disappointment enough to realise we're all not sitting on one chair. <laughs> Please do sit. Can I offer you any refreshments? Uh, How long has it been since we escaped from that tenement? You got let out this morning. Yeah. Uh, probably... the yes, thank you. That's what I was thinking. Uh, so she waves uh, her hand and a footman appears with a silver tray of toasted bread, jams, cream and steaming fragrant tea that is a curious sea green colour. Oh, no saying no to this. <laughs> It looks a bit like the tea that you were offered by the elf waves uh, from the uh, Spittlefell tenement. The but expensive look- stuff. Yeah, but it looks a lot stronger. That stuff was quite watery. Please do sit down. Um, I understand that you've just recently killed a vampire. Is that right? Uh, yes. Oh, we're getting the credit this time. Oh, actually, yes. Oh, my God, I'm surprised. Wait, Rudy hasn't claimed credit yet? <laughs> Rudy, oh, Cl- Rudy, Rudy Clumpenclug, she says. And she kind of wrinkles her nose and just, uh, when she mentions his name. <laughs> yes, well, um, my understanding is he was the one that claimed the credit for the, the Choyful Terror, wasn't it? Uh, that, uh, literally troll, everything, yes. That troll that was menacing the uh, the docks. Well, <laughs> you should take some small uh, consolation in those that... Those who there are those who know who was truly responsible for dealing with the terror. Um, I mean, the fifty silver purse wouldn't have gone amiss. Well, nonetheless, <laughs> and um, yes, I have, she kind of looks uh, uh, looks through some of her papers, and um, yes, Osric, Osric, yes, you used to serve the young Freuds here in this very castle. Is that right? Uh, yes, ma'am. And um, you've not you've not encountered any problems with any of the uh, the young Freud loyalists in the city, those who still follow the old order? Uh, not yet, at least. And how would you feel about um, how would you feel about encountering some of your former comrades if I may ask? If I just met them in the bar, then I'd probably be okay with them. If uh, they tried to kill me, I'd kill them. Interesting. And um, Gadru, yes, yes. Gadru, can I may I ask why? What led you to leave Athelorin, the, the the great Wood Elf Forest? It's very rare that we get one of your kind in a city such as this. 
and very rare that one acclimatizes to city life the way that you seem to have done. Well, I didn't particularly get on with my fellow wood owls. Yes, I, I don't. I, the idea of sitting in a forest and waiting for the world world to to change around us doesn't seem like my idea of fun. Yes, and you seem to also have taken apparently rather well to um, the idea of money and commerce for one who grew up in such a society. Yes. Oh, from spending time observing humans, you can't seem to go far, do much without the shiny stuff. Yes, I suppose you're right. And lastly, Marina, how? my understanding is that you style yourself as an investigator, is that correct? I'm trying to set myself up as an investigator. And um, have you, how have you found your time in the watch? Has it been helpful in that endeavour? Or I've learned that not very much investigating happens in the watch. Hmm. My understanding is there's been quite a lot of investigations since uh, oh, since you joined. It was your investigation, was it not, that partly led to the uh, destruction of the Choiful Terror? Indeed. Um, but we're repeatedly told what dreadful watch officers we make since we actually attempt to fill the role of a, um investigative uh, police force rather than just find anybody who happens to look at us the wrong way. Yes, that's right. None of us have done any of the finding. Yes, I do have a report here from one Captain Andrea Pfeffer of the Uber's Right Watch, and it's not very glowing, is it? Um, Something about, uh, you know, dereliction of duty and um, disobeying orders and and, um, apparently running your sergeant ragged. Hmm. Yeah, that sergeant happens to be a clump and clog, ma'am. Yes, I'm well aware of that creature, she says, and he serves his purpose for now. What purpose is that for, may I ask, ma'am? That's none of your affair, Osric. But uh, suffice it to say, um, creatures like that are sometimes necessary, at least for now. Anyway, yes. Oh, look at us, chatting like like old friends. Yes. Now, I also have this letter, she says. I believe it was sent by your um, your barrister, of all people. Not the kind of people I would have thought to employ a barrister. But uh, yes, I have here a letter from uh, your lawyer... Now, let me just see. Um, one Osana Win- Winandus and a testimony from Ilse Fassenwooden that you are you should be fast-tracked to having your sentence removed, uh, sentence reduced so that you spend a shorter time within the watch. Interesting, interesting. Yes, this came across my desk the other week and uh, I had a look at it. Um, I have some small influence here, around here, she says. Um I may be able to expedite your departure from the um, the watch. Would you be willing to undertake a a, a task for me? Oh, so I'm sensing it would be in exchange for something, Mum. Uh, what task is it, Mum? Oh, as as um, as Gadry would say, nothing's free around here. Well, I've had some bad news. I'm afraid the senior member of the Ubersreich Watch has died under mysterious circumstances while you were incarcerated in the Spittlefeld tenement. Now, it seems to me that obviously you couldn't possibly have done had anything to do with this death. Um, a very senior um, member of the Uber's Right Watch who is, who is known to you, I believe, has, has died oh. under the most mysterious circumstances whilst visiting Magnus's tower in the precinct. Magnus's tower, as I'm sure you are aware, is still in the grips of the remnants of the Ubersreich state army, many of whom remain loyal to the traitor Sigismund von Jungfreud. However, I am sure to a one that they are honourable citizens in their self, merely misled, but honourable citizens of the Empire nonetheless, 
and far from the unfortunates that we were forced to behead when the old duke was run from town. Terrible business as that was. I would like it to avoid any unnecessary bloodshed, because the death of this individual um, will create a powder keg within the city. Who is it? Um, as I said, it's a, I believe this gentleman was a friend of yours. Corporal Tylo Vilfus was the unfortunate soul. He was known to you, is that right? Um, uh, uh, isn't he the chap who was basically running the guy outside's company? The what company? Oh, you I mean, um, you mean uh, Sergeant Sergeant Geldrick's uh, company? Yes. 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 yes, we knew him. He, he appears to have died from a projectile of some sort, shot through the window of his apartment inside the tower. It burned straight through him, and the body has since been collected, and you will be able to examine it within the mortuary house in Moore's Field outside of town. But I'm afraid the scene of the crime is off-limits to you at the moment. In fact, I would instruct you not to mingle with or question any of the occupants of Magnus's tower or other Altdorf state troops. I want this to be a separate endeavour, unaligned and uninfluenced by underlying loyalties. Do you understand this? This will create some difficulty. You're rather tying our hands. So you I'm, want, to, you want I'm, to investigate without investigating? Should you be able to complete this task, you will earn the admiration of us all and an early release from the watch and from this uh, clump and clug. I'll accept nothing, though, except you getting to the bottom of who's responsible for Corporal Vilfris's death. No half measures or empty suspicions. Do you understand? Mum, how are we to work out what happened if we can't even see the crime scene? Well, um, that is why the payment that we are offering for the completion of this task is so high. As I said, I have instructed you not to approach the occupants of Magnus's tower. You're supposed to be a resilient investigator, my lady. And I would like that I've heard of your successes so far. I am sure, she says with a thin smile, that you will manage to solve the uh, this mystery. Should you find fail to find the killer, well, I'm sure that there is things that you would prefer not to reach the... Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure that there are things that you would prefer to remain private. And it would unfortunately mean that you would be under Sergeant Clump and Clug's command for a very long time. So, basically saying we have no choice. Osric, think- you, always, you always cut to the nub of the matter, she says with a smile. Another sandwich? She says that she holds holds out the tray with some very fun sandwiches with a crust cut off. Communism is looking better and better every day. <laughs> Don't mention it here, comrade. Comrade Osric, um, how, how has your gambling been going recently? Have you done have you done well for yourself playing at the? Um... Wasn't really given them much of a choice in which gambling while locked in a disease and vampire infested. Slum. I was meaning. I was meaning your your um, gambling that you do um, along the docks with the uh, uh, the Ronaldians. She says. So so. I think I've broken even so far. Hmm. Bit of a conflict of interest, isn't it? Being a member of the Watch and a friend of followers of Ronald. Hmm. Yes. Curious. We all have curious friends, though, I'm sure, she says with a smile. But, as I said, if you're able to accommodate me in this, I will be a very good friend to you, and I will secure your early release from the watch. And who knows, there may be a few um, 
things that I can do to help facilitate your um, your endeavours within the city, she says. I am a good friend. Think of it that way, Osric. Try to think of the positive, not the negative. Yes, I'm saying that you've got no choice, but I'm also saying that I'm willing to reward your performance if it is good. And I, based on what I've seen, I think this will be worth my time. She kind my of character smiles. said they were raised eyebrows. Uh, the Crooked Hammer, I believe it is. That's where you've been spending many an evening. Hmm. And yet, my, my reports from um, my reports from Captain Pfeffer mention nothing about this. Uh, but then again, Pfeffer is very um, lax when it comes to her uh, her watch members, especially the sergeants. She says, "Isn't that right, Osric?" Some faint simmering of rage there. I think. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's talking about. She's talking about. Clump and clug. Yes, the person she knows full well about it and is tolerating for uh, reasons of unknowability. <sighs> Don't look so angry, she says. But, um, but city like this um, sometimes needs um, worms that burrow in the soil, she says. And obviously I'm not referring to you, Osric, just so I'm clear, I'm referring to other gentlemen that may be of your acquaintance. No. <coughs> And then there's a knock at... Sorry, go on, Neil. What possible purpose could a slug like Clumpenclug possibly have? I didn't know he was a slug. It's a figure of speech, Gadry. Ask me again another time, she says. Um, Now, and then suddenly there's a knock at the door. And the footman that you saw earlier is there. Um, Lady Emmanuel, um, your other visitors are waiting. And we were having such fun as well. Well... You have a lot to do and less time to do it in. Um, I think I will. Um, I will see you anon. I will send for you um, for a report, and you can send a message to the castle if you wish to. If you have anything that you wish to report, my understanding is that Marina, you can write. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. So you'll uh, if you draft a missive to me, this man here will make sure that I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. No, I think um, I'd better. I've neglected my other guest, but um, I bid you good luck and um, good hunting. And as I said, be mindful of what I've said. And she, uh, she sits. You know, she sort of sits down again um, as you're escorted out of the room. And yeah, they basically turn you loose in the castle courtyard. And you're basically ejected from the castle itself. Hmm. Yeah, I'm beginning to think the fastest way out of this watch is just to leave Ubersrike. <laughs> I, have four, I, I have close to forty silver. We can at least buy. A, we can at least rent a boat. Yeah, I've I've got a, a good amount of money as well. Because look, we're in we're in the Renaissance. They don't have photo, They don't really have good photographs. They can't really find us. If we just grow a beard, maybe cut off Edgardry's ears, we can go anywhere. Osric, yeah. <laughs> um, in particular, do you want to give me Lore Reichland? Rolls, please. Or we could just go to Bretonia. No, 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 never Bretonia. We'll, we'll go to Tyler and join one of the military companies. <laughs> ah, the dogs of war. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, you're the something about this is nagging you, and it's not the things that you've already mentioned. Uh, I was right with a role like that. Uh, so there's something like mm, something about this, something that you're overlooking. You think as you as you kind of moan as you're leaving the castle. Um, I have a feeling also, that we should, we should be investigating her. Yeah. Also, uh, I think at this point, uh, Osric is actually just genuinely just moaning. <laughs> One time in our city's history, we could have done something different. We can come ends but the same bloody thing. Because <laughs> I think Osric will kind of look 
happy that the old orbs were there. Maybe something would change. Nope, same old bullshit, just with different people. <laughs> well, maybe if we if we find a cop, a, a song called Lenin in the city, called Lemon. 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 I think he wants to start the communist revolution. Okay, so yeah, you are you know, outside the castle and you're being watched by a couple of guards who are like listening to you moaning and oh, what do you wish to do then? Our best thing is just to go. Did anybody else make, uh, did anybody other than Osric roll on their lore Reichland? It's not just Osric. Oh, I, I thought you said just you, you did basically just tell me to do it, not the others. Well, sorry. I, I, if any other people can make a try as well. I was, I was, uh, yeah. You almost made it, Andrew. How do you know this? <laughs> All right, uh, Naomi. You, you're, you're. Saying, you've heard the name Emmanuel Nacht before, um, and it finally strikes you. She is the Imperial Herald, the herald and agent of one Karl Franz, Emperor of the Empire. Um, well, I didn't vote for him. What's a herald? No, you didn't. Yeah, she is, well, the person who, like, um, does messages and your bidding and things. Basically a messenger of sorts. Obviously, being the herald to the emperor is a pretty prestigious role. Um, you'd heard... Realise she's the herald to the emperor. The what to the what? The herald to the emperor. She passes messages from the emperor. No, no, that's what a herald does. The emperor's herald is like, that's like being the, um, the secretary to the CEO rather than... Um, General Secretariat. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I bother with you guys? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's um, uh, Malenkov. That's exactly what she is. (laughs) She's uh, yeah, she's like you know high nobility basically. Um, You know the duty. Well, you're not entirely sure what exactly the emperor's herald would do. You know what a herald does. A herald announces you. They herald your. Arrival. They prepare for you to do things. Uh, the Emperor's Herald. That might also involve things like I don't know, espionage, spy. You know, could be a spy. Could be uh, that she's just a high-ranking noblewoman. You're not entirely sure where she fits in, but she has potentially the Emperor's ear. So you know, good yeah. luck. Good luck getting the vote to Tylea. <laughs> she has the Emperor's ear in it in her pocket. In a metaphorical sense. I'm really starting to get the impression this game just hates its players. To be honest, I'm not any less suspicious of her. You're a lot less suspicious of her. I said I'm not any less suspicious of her. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) I hear Illustria's very nice this time of year. Anyway, what are you guys... Kislev's better than here. (laughs) You don't want to go to Kislev. I'll start rolling on the... They uh, have vodka there. I'll start start rolling on the illness table and you can... uh, Something's rotten in Kislev? No, everything's rotten in Kislev. Yeah, but they uh, have vodka. Yeah. That's probably rotten. You can get vodka here if you want, I'm sure. I'm sure if you go to it's, a but nice... It's not, yes, but it's not cheap vodka. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are you guys doing? Are, are you going to book yourself on a on a, a, a one-way trip to somewhere exotic, or are you going to investigate what the very important, highly connected, possibly murderous spy asked you to do? Can we investigate the noble spy? Well, uh, yes. We investigate you... her instead. Could <laughs> do if you wanted. Um, just to be clear, who, who exactly is it we're not allowed to talk to according to her terms and conditions? Absolutely anybody. <laughs> yeah, basically anybody. Connect. You are supposed to stay away from the stay away from the Magnus Tower, and you're supposed to stay away from Altdorf soldiers. So we can't and talk. 
you're also somehow supposed to find out who murdered this guy. We can't talk to the sergeant who was part of the same unit. It's a bit of a grin because he's a fellow watchman. Sorry, what? Very he's, little of that. The sergeant, the sergeant is a fellow watchman. So that's he's a bit of a grin. It's going to be a bit difficult for you to not talk to him ever. And what is the Magnus Tower? The Magnus Tower is a big tower with a giant horn that overlooks the city. You're pushing in and out, Stuart. The Magnus Tower is a giant tower. It's across the road from the uh, the watch uh, building, and it's a giant tower with a horn sticking out of it. But when it says we're not allowed well, to go to the Magnus Tower, we're, we're not allowed be back. I am back. Nothing can stop me. Um, yeah, the Magnus Tower is a giant tower with a horn outside of it. It's like a massive fortification, uh, the likes of which uh, is quite impressive in uh, Ubershrike. So it'd be like me, you living in Paris and not knowing what the Eiffel Tower is. So it's a big tower. I'm going to see if I can show you a picture of it. It's got a giant horn. You are very familiar with it. You actually considered going there during the last scenario. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have been there. You've What's not its been, you've been outside. It's, it's a giant watchtower with a horn to alert yeah, We've, we've uh, been there in um, uh, Vermintide. Yeah, Vermintide. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. It's a, it's a watchtower, so it's part of the watch. It's not a watch. It's a watchtower in the sense that it watches for invaders. It's 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 also currently in the hands of rebels. Uh, yeah. Further, it's directly across the road from the watch. Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to not go anywhere near it? It's quite big. In order to get into the tower, you would have to um, basically, uh, you know, sorry. Give me one second. I'm doing two things at once as usual. And then, right there we go. Right, you should be able to see this now. That's what the Magnus Tower looks like. It's this giant. It's this giant watch tower. And by watch tower, what I mean is it's a giant tower. You could watch the uh, the surrounding walls of the city force. It's a massive fortress in the heart of the precinct, and it's the tallest tower in Ubersreich, and can see well into the countryside. It's got this massive horn attached to it, which is said to be made from demon bone. By and it was commissioned by Magnus the Pious, who you've heard of before. He's generally considered to be a popular guy, a popular historical figure in Altdorf. And yes, you've heard that because it's such a heavily fortified fortress, you can only get into it through some kind of weird dwarven contraption that's basically a lift. Okay, so it's physically impossible to take it short of somebody inside killing everybody and lowering the elevator for you. So that is why the Magnus Tower apparently still remains in the hands of soldiers loyal to the Jungfreuds. So generally, you're not getting in there without a good reason or somebody getting you in. But what I'm looking at here is, are we allowed to, we're not allowed to go in, but are we yeah. allowed to look at the outside of it, or is it just stay away from it completely? Do you see this on the map? In a second, it'll scroll, well, maybe it won't. This is the Magnus Tower. This is the Magnus Tower here, right? It's surrounded. It's surrounded by a curtain wall. You're not going to just be able to walk up to it and go, "Can I get into the Magnus Tower, please?" You'd have to go through several guard checkpoints. So that's why you guys have never gotten near it. So when you were saying it was across the road from the watch, I didn't. Yeah, this is this is the watch barracks here, and this is the Magnus Tower. So it's like a huge fortress across the road from you. Okay, but it doesn't mean you can just walk into it. You know. That's a bit like me saying I live in London, and uh, I, 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 it's ridiculous that I wouldn't be able to get into Buckingham Palace. You know, yeah, you can get past it, but you're not going to be walking in its interior without 
someone getting you in there. I wasn't wanting to walk in its interior. I understand that that's not that's not allowed according to her rules. I was wanting to know how much of the outside of it I'm allowed to look at, because you know. You, you, you can see the walls and you can see the massive tower any almost anywhere in the city. And um, did she give us enough information to know which window was shut through? No, she didn't. She said it was the window in his chamber. Did he normally live there? He could have one. He could have 20 bajillion in there. We don't know. You know you, so, you, if it's been held by the you know, remains of the young Freud supporters and mm-hmm. he's currently in the watch and out and about. Why is it he gets to go back in and out of there? Either he, surely he's on one side or the other. Yep, that does seem like a good question, nearly. <laughs> Why would an Oldorf state soldier be allowed into the Magnus Tower, which is currently being held by young Freud soldiers who were slaughtered by the Altdorfers when they arrived in town on the Emperor's order? It does seem like a rather curious arrangement. Okay, well... When when did you say we could see the body? Um, whenever you like. Apparently, it's in Moore's Field, which is the graveyard, which is outside of town. So it's probably best to go there first, surely. Mm-hmm. That's Moore's Field, way over there. You've been how there much, before. How much daylight do we have left? It's morning. You've had your breakfast. Uh, you had breakfast. Um, you, you may have had second breakfast with Lady Emmanuel, um, depending on whether you wanted to eat gruel for breakfast this morning or not. Um, so you've still got the whole day ahead of you. Um, you know, the morning air, it's, it's probably more like about 11 o'clock. Yes, it's probably a good idea to get out there then with a still light. Still plenty of light today. Yeah, okay, you can make your way to Moore's Field. You've been here before. This is where you escorted your old friend, well, acquaintance, Holger Maurer for his execution. Oh, actually, maybe you didn't quite make it this far. So you can think about such happy memories as you're on your way to uh, the crumbling graveyard that lies to the northwest of Ubersreich's walls. Um, you are greeted at the gate to of the, the enormous gate, if I remember correctly, to the uh, the Garden of Moor by a priest in the robes of a priest of Moor. Black, of course, uh, and you can't see much of his face, but a, nun- a large snout sticks out. Yes, he says. Uh, we're, we're here to, to see the body of um Corporal 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 Tidal he says. Uh yes, that one. I will take you to my master, Father Shadrach Book, the head of our order here in Ubersrag. He he will he was the one who examined the corpse and he will take you through his findings, he says, and he leads you into the garden where you um it is a bit of a garden, but as much as plants, there also seems to be, you know, graves, mausoleums, um, coffins are just dotted around the place. Lots of skulls as well. It's generally pretty gothic in here. Um, he leads you into one of the chapels um, and uh, hands you over to a shorter man in black robes. He says, you, you're from the... Uh, you're from the town about the corporal, is that right? Yes. Right, you are. <coughs> Sorry. Wait. He kind of coughs. Um, are, you, are, are you wearing a face mask, sir? <laughs> face mask? He, he, he probably is, because you know, okay. he's probably got his face covered and all sorts of things. Um, Do you have coronavirus? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be too careful, sir. <laughs> so, shall we get him, then? And he, um, he starts to walk 
uh, down a set of stone steps. Are you coming? Uh, yes, we'll go. Okay. Pulls down his hood and you can see a completely bald head. Um, rather pallid. He starts to descend down the stone steps. Um, it, it feels cold as you go down. You'd been enjoying the morning. Uh, it'd been quite a pleasant morning as you descend. Feels like you're crossing into Moore's realm itself with all the stone walls and floors seemingly sapping all warmth out of the air. There's also the roiling sense of, uh, scent of incense and embalming fluid and other chemicals down here. And he leads you through numerous Spartan chambers filled with endless shelves, stocked with scrolls and, and uh, skulls and candles everywhere, uh, leading you into vaulted corridors that are flanked by stone reapers and macabre, sorry, macabre dancing skeletons. Uh, and it gets colder and colder as you arrive in a bare room where a corpse covered only by a small black cloth across the pelvis lies on a black marble slab. He was brought to us by them damned Altdorfers, the new watch. Some of them are still hanging around, blabbering into handkerchiefs and stuffing their faces with the sweetbreads over in the Mourner's Guild upstairs, he says. And he snorts. Uh, and you notice that he's leaving a stream of um, uh, slime on, his, on the sleeve of his rope. They, oh said that they said that there was no blood. That's the damnedest thing. Perhaps if you can make sense of it, I've never seen a wound quite like this before. Um, and he will pull back the black cloth. Um, and he produces a, a small crescent moon-ended um, kind of ooh, device of some kind. Why is that not popping up? Uh, I do have a picture to show you, but it's there it is. Right, there you go. So, yeah, you see lying there the body of Corporal Vilfus. Um, you remember him. He was... I think, if I remember correctly, Marina, you weren't that taken with him when you first met him. You thought he was a little bit creepy, is that right? Oh, I'm not sure. He was the one that kind of interceded when you got into trouble with what, a particularly aggressive watchman in the mess hall. Uh, no, sorry, yeah, it was him, yeah. Um, and he, he seemed to make a bit of a pass at you, and you didn't seem to respond very positively to it. He was an attractive man when he was alive. Um you know, above average height, fairly athletic with loose brown curls and blue eyes. Um, he would still be a striking figure if it weren't for the blackened apple-sized hole currently burned straight through his sternum, which I think you can see in the picture. That's a big hole. That's your medical opinion, says the priest. <laughs> <clears throat> and he kind of... Um, no, that's just a big hole. I know nothing about the <laughs> hole. Just there. Can you please hurry along? We want to get this boy in the ground. It's the hole. Oh, are we dealing with a xenomorph infestation now? No, those come oh. out in the belly. This is from the sternum. This is like... well, 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 technically, if you pay attention to the final volume, they can come out the back as well, sir. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Does it go all the way through? Yes, straight through. Oh, for, well, this is magic, yeah. isn't it? If you were if you were a morbid man, you could stick your fingers through him. Well, I'm not exactly a man. Um, so your colleague said you'd tell us about your conclusions. There's not really much I can tell. As I say, whatever it was, burned straight through him, and there's no blood. Look, you can see here, and he points with his little wand, cauterized. Obviously, death would have been instantaneous. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen all kinds of wounds in my time. I've never seen anything like this. That's my findings. You can tell that to your bloody sergeant. Are there any other marks or unusual... Um, Do you not think I would have mentioned that if there were? Look at them. Uh, I think cause of death was this, and he points at the hole. Yeah, I was just looking for clues. Right. 
Well, and he steps back. Look for clues, then. There's no need to be aggressive, sir. And go, okay, this sounds to, to the DM. Are there any other marks or unusual features on the body? Not really, no. Maybe someone poked the hole. I, I take it that means that, that uh, means no. I mean that that is basically the one thing we've been given. So who wants to volunteer to poke off? Um, uh, hey, um, Gadru, heads or tails? Who's examining the body? <laughs> oh, I, oh, actually, actually no. Uh, Gadru, uh, tails or friends? <laughs> Nearly, are you examining the body? Uh, tails. I'm, I'm looking for unusual markings. Tails. Okay. Give me a very <laughs> hard picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that means I do it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm glad you two are helping as usual. That solves the mystery. So um, you can give me a very hard perception test. We were deciding who sticks their hand for the hole. Yeah, exactly. We were tossing a coin over it because we didn't want to do it. <laughs> we're, we're taking this very seriously, I'll have you know. Yeah, the priest just kind of looks at you. Uh, do you wish to spend a fortune point to turn that from a marginal failure to a marginal success, nearly? Oh, I can just reduce it by 10, can't I? Yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Um... Yeah, you notice um, there's actually the faintest sign of bruises on his ribs. Well, actually, Osric... <laughs> yeah, you've... a bit like what Osric's got, but, you know, this obviously healed a long time ago. These are very old and entirely healed. Uh, his knuckles are also uh, um, bruised slightly. When you say bruised a long time ago, if it, you know, are you talking scars rather than bruises? Bruises don't tend to last long. No, the... Um, there's the faintest sign that he's of um, that there were bruises on his ribs that the the, rib, the ribs have some kind of trauma. This is, I'm literally just reading what the module says. That these are also old and they've almost entirely healed. So whatever it was, he must have had a really bad bruise at some point um, or some kind of trauma that was causing the bruising, and it had mostly healed at the time of death. Similar thing on the knuckles. I'm not sure I can learn more from this. I'm not a doctor. Can I do it? Can I use Why, Why in the hells did they send you here? I've got three more burials today, he says. Search me. I'd rather, I'd rather they rather they hadn't either, but, you know, well, you were just I, have, what was I have a possible useful idea. Yes. Go for it. Can I do a second sight test? That's not a skill, really. That's more of a thing that I will let you roll for. Uh, you're not getting any weird woo. His ghost is not trying to speak to you. Okay, so I can't detect any winds of magic. No, there's nothing. If the if if there'd been anything like that, I'd have let you know. Okay, uh, um, you, you do not detect any winds of magic on him. Okay, but then you might not have done if he'd been hit by a spell. Um, and it'd been a while now. You know, so something like a. I don't know, a fireball, if you were to set it off in an area, it doesn't mean, and then it come back a day or so later, you wouldn't detect much residual winds of magic. Can I ask, how, how long would you say he's been dead? Since last night, I believe. Right. Brought in this morning by the one of your sergeants. Which? Say, oh, and kind of rolls his eyes. <sighs> Sergeant Orban Geldrecht, of course. And Geldrick took all of the belongings after I undressed the corpse. You still have brought to you. Geldrick's got the clothing. Geldrick's got all of his personal effects, yes. It's not unusual in this these kind of situations. I assume it's his duty to disperse the uh, uh, disperse the belongings back to his next of kin, if he had any. You no, know, if Sergeant Geldrick is amongst the mourners you mentioned earlier. Yes, he's probably drinking tea and scarfing down sweetmeat with the mourners' guild upstairs. I think it might be an idea if we visit them. Yes, that might be a great idea, he says. Am I okay? I will now resume sending this man to his final rest and sealing his soul so that 
He does not rise again. Do we want to take an, a, just another look at his, at his body, just in case? He kind of rolls his eyes. If you think there's something that I missed, then yes, take another look. He sort of folds his arms. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a look. Yeah, I suppose. Perception, I'll take it. Uh, what what degree of difficulty? Very hard, but to be honest, you're not going to find anything that Naomi didn't. Yeah, I still worth a shot. And I want to roll more dice. Why has my dice changed color? What do you mean? Oh, I, I would have lost all the settings when I upgraded. Sorry, it, it does I... that. If you go back into module settings, you can make whatever horrible dice you want. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> <Deadpool>. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say, Osric. Yeah, you're pretty certain that um, this guy... <laughs> Fuck me, there, there goes my one good roll for the night. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty certain... You're pretty certain... Oh, God. You're, you're pretty certain, who, you know, he's um, he's got these markings and, and, and about him, bruising, you know, perhaps he was repeatedly bruised in the same area. Not entirely sure, but the marks are there, and you're able to see them clearly. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing else here that you can see. See, seems to me that you've kind of you feel that you've kind of um, found out everything that you're going to find here, and now you're just pissing off. Um, we have exhausted the uh, single clue we were given for this quest. Yep, you have exhausted the single clue that you were given. Oh, Rick, you haven't poked the hole. Oh yeah, uh, I poked the hole. Oh, God. Um, okay, give me a toughness test. <laughs> Okay. Or an endurance test, sorry. <laughs> to make sure you've got the guts to do it. That's about what I thought. Right, okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your hand comes away feeling a bit sticky. I'm assuming you didn't wear gloves. I assume I have gloves on as a character, frankly. I'm yeah. wearing armour. Yeah, your, your your gloves are now glistening in... in um... What? Because remember you said this was cauterized. Yeah, okay, but he's been in... Ba- uh, there's fluid or something. Not entirely sure what it is. Maybe you know, more is thrilled at what I've just done. Yeah, your hand comes away. It's kind of sticky. It smells faintly of formaldehyde. Uh, are you done now? Yeah. Uh, by the way, what's this uh, formaldehyde? The voice in my head says it's something. <laughs> it's okay to you. It smells like booze almost, but okay. really foul, foul smelling booze. Okay. Oh, pretty standard for the taverns in this area. And he he kind of watches um, as you uh, leave back up the stairs. And you, you emerge back in the warmth, uh, relative warmth of the uh, the chapel upstairs, with all the cheerful gargoyles and, and reapers looking at you. They're all made of stone, thankfully. Um, yeah, you can find your way to the Mourners Guild. It's one of the. It's another kind of building in the chapel. Uh, and in fact, you notice that there are several townsfolk uh, loitering around outside. They're eating tea and they're, they're eating biscuits and drinking eating tea. Eating tea, okay. <laughs> they're, they're eating biscuits and they're drinking tea. Humans are weird. <laughs> so you see that? Uh, see what? Mourners. It's quite, it's quite oh. busy. It's so busy that people are actually having to hang around outside. Uh, so yeah, you can see some You can see some guy sort of cheerfully, he, he's got his a big meaty hand full of biscuits. He's kind of ramming them into his mouth. And looks so happy. Happy? Yes. Well, happy in the sense that he's got a biscuit. Is this Rudy? <laughs> um, no, seriously, is, is, is this Rudy? <laughs> um, yeah, you can find Rudy there. He's outside eating biscuits. Can we kill him? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a public place to do a murder, but at least you won't have to travel too far to get buried. <laughs> Um, annoyingly there aren't any open graves you could just shove him in he's like <laughs> oh, folks you're alive 
he says. Yes, we are. I'm like this poor fellow, he says, gesturing at the exit. Well, I'll be seeing you soon, won't I? He says. Will you? He, ram- he rams another biscuit in uh, in his mouth, and he actually puts a few in his hat as well. <laughs> we will kill him for that. How dare he? Sorry, so- it is rude. It, yeah, Rudy's one of the guys outside the uh, the Mourners Guild, and he's e- he's eating biscuits. So you're, uh, you're you've you've been checked out from uh, that tenement. You've not got the plague, right? He says, taking a few yeah. steps. I cough. Oh, we have. <laughs> you have, right? Um, well, can I, can I cough as I trip over him? Sorry, I, can, can I cough onto him as I trip into him? Um, and give him a nice big hug. He's not going to let you guys anywhere near him. You're kind of talking to him across the field and he's kind of like um, well if you've got the play go in there it's full of altdorfers he says <laughs> if we chase him into the chase him into the woods we can murder him there good thinking <laughs> guys guys I've got a new prime suspect what's that yeah, yeah. murder Rudy <laughs> pin it on Rudy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, can you, we you, seriously can, can we just pin it on Rudy to be done with it and just go alright <laughs> sure if you can ask if you can come up with motive and um uh, Means yes. Well, some of us haven't got the day off. He says uh, as he grabs another handful of biscuits from the tin. And uh, got to go talk to somebody about a gecko. <laughs> so I'll be oh, seeing. Yeah. I'll be seeing you back at the watch house tomorrow, right? Y- yes. Yeah. <sighs> right. And he kind of laughs to a bunch of his cronies who are also helping themselves to biscuits and tea. He says, "Well, do give my uh, do give my regards to Sergeant Orban. Seems, I between you and me, I reckon there was more going on between those two men than um, well, with Seemly. <laughs> we were very good friends. Yeah, that's right, friends. That's very good story. friends. Wouldn't have this in the watch back in the day, but now the bloody Altdorfers are here. Anyway." I gotta go, he says, and he uh, with a couple of his cronies, he kind of won- they wander off, chuckling. Still pleasant as ever. <laughs> yeah, see a skeleton about uh, a, s- a switch. Right, I imagine we should go and find the sergeant. Okay, he was back uh, to the castle, wasn't he? No, no, he's, they, we're going to go and look looking on the mourners and see if he was amongst them. Oh yeah, and since they since the Hanging around morning, we may as well ask them some questions. Good point. Mm-hmm. So, who are you going up to talk to? <clears throat> Is the sergeant here? Yeah, you can go inside um, and. Uh... Just to be clear, the one that we were told took the belongings. Is that the one that was in charge of that corporal's unit? Weren't we told yeah. not to talk to these people? <laughs> so, what was that, Rob? Weren't we told not to talk to these people? You were told not to talk. But how? Well, well we... we. I thought you said we were told not to talk to. People in the town, not the group, but that we could. We talk were told to not to talk to anybody in the watch, part of his group, anybody in the Magnus Tower. Basically, so, anything that might be useful to this investigation, we're told to bugger off from. So, we're not allowed to ask him to be like. Technically, you're already, technically you're already disobeying our orders. Yeah, yeah, you... yeah because, uh, because we've engaged Rudy and. No, 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 no. no. You, were, you weren't told not to talk to members of the watch. You were, not, you were told not to talk to Altdorf soldiers, which who, some of whom are serving as members of the watch. Remember, I told you last time that the um, several Uber's right state soldiers have voluntarily joined the watch and are receiving the level of pay of an Altdorf state soldier, which is much, much higher than anything that you guys are on. So they're able to live a fairly lavish lifestyle, which does nothing to help get rid of the resentment that people already feel towards them. So, you know, Orban and uh, Vilfris would be living pretty good lives. You know, they're 
turned out in immaculate uniforms and they look like off you know like like proper officers all um this has proven to be quite confusing because it turns out that you're saying we're disobeying already disobeying her orders and we didn't even know it you haven't disobeyed them yet but you're about to um so you step you into said, the members of the watch no i said other members of the watch who are in the old dorf state, state room. room yeah it is a bit confusing. It's a very confusing time for everybody, Neely, because they're yeah, taking over the city. No and talk to who I can't. What? I don't know who we can and can't talk to. I don't understand. You can talk. Okay. To you can talk to Rudy. Don't worry about it. Just talk to whoever you want, Naomi. Um, I mean, that's out of character. Um, so yeah, you can see. Um, you can see a couple of um, individuals uh, inside. It looks like a few of the merchants in the town have uh, put up a small event in the corporal's memory uh, and there appears to be many grieving friends and acquaintances there's quite the crowd inside the corporal must have been incredibly popular uh, because uh, the guild the mourners guild is full Um, among the crowd of mourners are several people that you recognize as being out of uniform soldiers you also reckon you also recognize another person that you've met before which goes back to when that fateful day when you returned from Grunewald Lodge and uh, went to um, the marketplace let me see if I can just show it's a bloody old man who shot um, the beloved fire eater or something no you've not done anything about meeting him you recognize this person here this is the glass blower that you met at the um at the market plats uh, probably before I punched her. No, you didn't punch. She, um, Marina met her. Naomi, it's going to be a bit difficult for you to navigate the the funeral and not talk to Altdorfers uh, because several of them are out of uniform. It's very difficult to know what to do. And yes, you are starting to feel that maybe again you've been set up to fail because if you can't talk to the people who knew him and you can't talk to the, uh, you, you basically exhausted your only investigative clue at the moment which was to go look at the body so don't worry about it out of character in character yes it's very confusing so uh, these are people that you can see so hesker glazer is somebody who stands out to you as being unusual because you didn't think she was a friend of the watch it's cults again isn't it is it probably well you've managed to go quite a long while without running into any cults so far but let's see um so uh, do you, you want to lean on this one because i'm just going to get pissed off with it very very quickly <laughs> Like, we can try. I think well, I think we're gonna be just as bad. I mean a human's a human, isn't it? <laughs> there's a couple there's a couple of um, soldiers you reckon from your guard detail when you were arrested for rioting, they're out of uniform and one of them is kind of sobbing uh, he's doing a very good job of he's putting the professional mourners here to shame, uh, because he's crying <laughs> The other one's kind of patting him on the shoulder. It's alright, it's alright, let it out. It's Alfie. It's Alfie. Elfie. He's Elfie. I stab him for that pun. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a pun. It is now. <laughs> what do you do? Are you just standing there awkwardly? Are you getting biscuits? Are you, um, you going to talk to Glazer? Are you going to just stare at everybody? I'm going to talk to Sergeant. I'll, I'll go with him. Okay. Yeah, you can find um, Yeah, you can find him. Um, he's he's uh, putting on a brave face. Um, Oh, Gatrew, oh, thank you for coming. She, he says, I, "I didn't think you would make it. I saw you when I saw you at the cast." To be honest, we were—I was complete. We hadn't been told anything about this until not long after we saw you. Oh, 
been for us had so many friends time we were only here for such a short time and he kind of gestures to the there's about half a dozen people stood with him says uh, uh, we were we were his crew and closest friends from the state army well the watch oh, now so, an old I'm well aware I'm talking to an off door I just don't care <laughs> he actually has an Uber's right act just to make it even more confusing uh, uh, that means I can get away with it because I because I wouldn't know <laughs> what were you at the castle for he's <laughs> Uh, just uh, to make an official report to the bailiff or whatever. They're, these these ranks are. Well, and what happened in that tenement? Yeah, I heard that. Is it true that Clump and Cloak managed to get you locked in there? I heard that. Supposedly, it's from sheer from his, from sheer incompetency, but I doubt that. Yeah. How are you doing then, Osric? Uh, kind of wishing I was in Tylea. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Because I know what I want to deal with all this. Oh, yes. Just have my swords and make money. That's all I need to do down there. But here, yeah. you know what? I wish I was entirely as well. He says, and he stifles a an uh, urge to cry and kind of pulls a handkerchief over his mouth. Let's all go to Tylea then. Sort it. Can't do that. Not now. Not while not while Vilfris's killer is at large. Any idea what happened? Are you investigating this, Marina? That's your thing, isn't it? You're an investigator. I do my best. Well, I was more wondering if I could help you with me and my crew. We we know folks around here, and we can probably open more doors for you. <coughs> we don't want get, to get in the way of the investigation. It's got to be done proper, otherwise the culprit will get away. And we don't really know your methods, Marina. But we understand better than anyone that we that we, what we need here is justice. Folk are tight-lipped about the dead, well, the departed. And we don't want anything in return, just justice for Tylo. <sighs> Can you tell us a bit about him? Because we sadly didn't get the opportunity we might have liked to get to know him. Oh, it's tragic, he says for a minute. Yes, of course I can tell you all about him. He was my corporal, but truth be told, he was the leader of our group, our company. And I just don't know what we're going to do without him. And he was highly placed within the... uh, There was something about Vilfus. He was... um, Everybody loved him. You know, to know him was to love him. Yes, that sounds like an excellent thing to say. We should maybe have that put on the coffin. Uh, sorry, on the on the on the grave. Um, let me see. Lots of things. Well, you know why he was in the Magnus Tower, right? We don't. That's one of our big questions, actually. You didn't know about his his um, special mission. He kind of looks at yeah. me a bit confused. No. All right. Well, like you said. So- Vilfus was brilliant. Well, Vilfus, like I said, he got on well with everybody, and that includes the lads in the tower. You know, he was like our um, our emissary to them. You know, to the, the new watch, uh, and he would go and he'd spend a few nights with the boys in the tower. You know, share a few drinks, doing ways to. And he was he was making inroads with them. You know, to get them to rejoin the rest of the city under the new new leadership. And then then this happened. He died up there, and he had a little room of his own. That's how much they, the lads in the Magnus Tower liked him. And that's how where he died. And he starts to kind of cry again. How long had he had that room? Oh, God, that's a good question, Naomi. It's not a few months since, well, obviously since the invasion, the incursion. So it's only been a few months. He had it right from the beginning, then? Not from the beginning. No, no, of course not. He had to work up to that. And obviously he had a room at the Bridge Inn with the rest of us. Did he have any enemies that you know of? Really? Have you been in any um, fights or altercations recently in the last couple of months? He had some mostly healed bruising. Well, we're fighting men, he says. I just wondered if there's anything specific you knew of. Well, you know, we get bruises. We're fighting men. We're soldiers. What do you expect? And we like to keep in shape. 
So if he was on the special mission, none of you were there? No, no, no. That was just his thing. Okay. One of the, like I say, people warmed to the lad. He was, he was, he was the best of us. I can hear the sound of typing as you, excuse me while I type into my laptop. <laughs> now, uh, people message me on Discord as, as it says I'm playing the League of Legends, but I'm not. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Um, did you have any idea what happened? No, they, they, um, um, I don't know what, what, what happened. How, how did, did, did you, you bought his body? And did I did, yes. How did you come into possession of the body? The lads in the Magnus Tower. They brought it to you? Yes, they brought it to me. They knew I was his commanding officer. Did they say anything at all about how it happened? Well, while I'm thinking about that, what are the other guys up to? I suppose we can talk to what, uh, one of the other watch people or other mourners and See what how uh, how they knew him. You can find a tall, grizzled, grey-haired veteran. So, how did you know the corporal? Oh, he was like a father to me. Says, which you find quite odd because, um, sir, sir, you're twice his age. Still like a father to me. He's the reason why I'm the man I am today, and he was much loved by the folk of Uber's right. Right. What kind of stuff did he do, sir? He was the bravest man I've ever met. He was trying to bridge the divide between the young Freud loyalists and the Altdorfers and the Watch. And he was even so brave that he stood up to the Shadowmancer, Christoph Engel, on the Wizard's Way. He was being a nuisance playing pranks on the burrows of the area. They got into a heated argument. Uh, what kind of argument? Well, telling them to stop playing tricks on the merchants there. You know, making them look funny. Making them look like they had donkey ears. Um, you can give me a gossip roll, please. Okay. Is that all of us for the gossip roll? Uh, well, it's just um, Rob, because he's the only one gossiping. Okay. Might have to actually have one. See, you ask questions, you might get some information. Now you're going to roll 100 on your, your gossip tech. Yeah? yeah, which is the other problem. It's like, oh, I try something. Yeah, your rolls just go fuck you, which is they have. Yeah, 69. 69, dude. Yeah. Do you want, um, um, yeah, so they, um, they kind of, um, yeah. Bravest man we ever had in the, the Old Dwarf watch. Old Dwarf State well, state Army, you mean? The new watch. Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? New, what are we, the Old Dwarf watch, the new watch, the Old Dwarf State soldiers? See, that's why we needed him. He would have known what we were. Uh, you're the Ubers watch. This isn't Old Dwarf, not yet. Yeah, but we're Old Dwarfers. True, true. Even the sergeant there. Even though he, he's from right, he's from here. You can tell by his accent, but he, he's Ubers right, born and bred. But you know, he was he he took the emperor's coin. Fights in the uh, he's an, he's a true old dwarf state soldier. Yeah, maybe yeah. he'll be the one to step up and take over the corporal. Over the hills and far away, yeah, all that. Oh, you know that we should sing that. <sighs> Vilfus would love that. He was always singing that in the in what, the in the... Flanders, the West Flanders, Portugal, and Spain. What you mean? Um... <laughs> to 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 no to to uh, Marienburg, Bretonnia. And uh, Tylias. <laughs> That's the one, yeah, yeah. Uh, Emperor Frost. Emperor commands. Emperor Carl, Emperor Franz commands. Sometimes we obey. Depends on the uh, elector count, frankly. Depends on the well, You know, he um, he liked to drink like the rest of us, you know. Well, actually, more, more than the rest of us. But, you know, he was a good lad. Uh, how he, long was he in your group for oh good two three years yeah well this wasn't our first gig now we've been a uh, we've been all over the place did know? he always seem to be the guy in, uh, in charge of your little group well there was just something about him that you know made him he made everyone you know well everybody just liked him 
and you listened to him. He had charisma. That's the thing. So how come he was always quite... So how come he, uh, he wasn't the sergeant? Well, um, he's from a poorer family, isn't he, than the sergeant? You know? Anyway, the rank's just a formality amongst soldiers like us, and we're that close. Yeah. Hello, guys. What is it? Um, Osric's been talking to a soldier and getting information out of him. Oh, is it useful information? Possibly. <laughs> what did you learn, Osric? Uh, this guy's very popular. He's uh, very good with the men. Uh, he's been in the group for two years and always seemed to be in charge, but it's because he had just charisma. Mm-hmm. Did you find out the answer to the question I was asking that sergeant? I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't listening. What, what, what was your question? That's <laughs> half addressed at Stuart, actually. But uh, uh, I was asking the sergeant um, if the people at the tower had said anything about what happened to him when they handed over the body. Well, they didn't know. They didn't know what had happened to him. I mean, I've never seen a wound like that. It's mysterious, isn't it? Listen, if you want to know more about that, we could go at the Magnus Tower. I know I know, Captain Irwin. I can get us in. Uh, we have orders not to go there. What do you mean? How are you going to investigate this if you can't go to the tower? This investigation isn't really official of the watch we're do it, doing it because we liked the man. Oh, right, yeah. And if it's, as... not, if it's not official, we can bend the rules a little bit, you know, get you in. Like I say, we know people in this town. You know, no offense mm. to you. You've you you lot have kind of well, you've kind of kept to yourselves and you've had your fair share of problems, you know, and clump and cloak. Um, you know. The lady we are doing this officially, and the lady that's asked us to do it has tied our hands. What lady? The uh Herald from the Emperor. The Imperial Herald. Mm-hmm. Well look, I can get us in and look. If you want the credit, I'll make sure that no one knows that I helped you, he says. And he kind of looks around. I'm willing to do this for Vilfus, okay? I'll help. Look, okay, let me see, let me suggest something else. I've got his personal effects. We could look in his room and see if there's any clues there at the bridge inn. Actually, also I was going to personal effects. Well, we can go, I can take you to the bridge inn and we could, um, we could start there. And then we could talk about going to the Magnus Tower again. But how are you going to solve this if you can't? You yeah, know, I mean... I mean... If what we if what we find out leads us to Magnus Tower, well, yeah, I mean the offer will be there. Who leads? But you know, I mean, I don't know how long they'll keep his room the way it is. You know, I don't know. He had his own apartment in the uh, in the Magnus Tower, and for the you know last month and a half, he's been staying there one night a week just to get to know the local lads and to try and smooth things over with them. What he would do is he'd turn up there with provisions, you know, that he bought with his own money. And, um, you know, fresh produce, the sort of things that the lads don't get up there in the tower because they have to live off hard tack, you know. It's all right for Blucher. He's he's quite willing to go down and spend nights in his in his townhouse. But the lads up there, you know, they, they're refusing to come down because they know that if they come down, they might not be able to get back in. But I know I know Erwin Blucher and he's a he's a good man. I can get us into the tower and I, I, I know the innkeeper at the bridge in because that's where I room as well. And I can get you in there. But. I don't see how you're going to do this otherwise. Yeah, I do agree with the sergeant. We should. Could you give us a moment just for me to have a private word with my colleagues? Sure, he says, and he kind of turns back to his friend. There's, there's something really fishy about this. Nobody asks you to do an investigation and then ties your hands so it's physically impossible to do it. I'm inclined to disobey these this one's orders from the get-go, but it's not just my pass out of the watch that we're playing with here. So what do you think? Well, I think I'm outvoted. You we think are. I th- think we are being set up to fail. Oh, yeah, obviously we're being set up to fail. If we, I mean, yeah, if we report to her with nothing, we'll probably be in her back pocket for God knows how long. And we'll be in Clumber, Clumber Club's back 
I think until I finally snap, kill him, and get hung. So what are you saying? Are we playing by the rules or no? We'll play by the rules for now. No, no, so, no, sorry, no, no, we won't. We'll... No, it's it's. Why are we suddenly concerned with playing by the rules now? Because somebody, the person who's asked us to play by the rules, has offered us out of the watch. We, if we play by the rules, we we could we would have had an easy time in the watch, but we decided not to. I think you're right. I I don't think that this is the right thing to be doing. I think that we should be investigating this, regardless of her request to do it, and I think we should be using every resource at our disposal. It's what we've done, so why stop now? You don't really need to convince me at this point. Just do it, okay? Okay. Are you all right, Rob? You do not sound very happy. Oh, I'm happy. just a bit tired and also a bit. He's investigated out. Yeah, I mean, I, I was investigated out the first day, frankly. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I did ha- half hear some of that, but I couldn't make all of it out from upstairs. Um, Stuart, don't feel you have to make everything an investigation just because I'm playing an investigator. I'm like not. It... <laughs> no, not all no, of this. He's, 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 he's they're doing it because apparently the the four E devs can only think about doing investigations. Uh, well, no, it's because you're in the watch, and that was a certain amount of investigating stuff. Okay, I'm going to say something that Stuart might not like very much here, but uh, um, we've got another game that he's just started playing, and I have to say that I find this one infinitely more um, irritating than the other one that we've been playing. What's there going on in the other one? Um. Not a lot, not, actually. We've only had one session, so it's nothing much at the moment. Uh, but it's not—it's not an investigation, and I don't quite feel like the like everything's out to get us in the same way. Uh, right. Okay. So he kind of looks and says, "Right, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the coat. Are, are you coming? Oh, we may as well. Let's go, man. I mean, I'm, we'll... I'm going to the bridge. Listen, I'm, I'm going to the bridge in. What if I were to just offer you a lift in my carriage? And, um, you know, we just happen to be going to the same destination together. Yeah. And, you know, I just happened to, you know, put on this dark jacket over my uniform. And, you know, maybe the truth and, uh, you know, we just happen to be all going the same way. Right. I think we could happen to be doing that. There you go. That's not so bad. He says, you'll like it at the bridge in. It's uh, it's nice. He says, and we'll, we'll get Gunther to let you in to his room. And in fact, we don't even need to. I've got the key. He says, I suppose. Uh, right okay let me okay so yeah you take a coach to the bridge inn which as you can imagine is somewhere near the bridge hence the name uh there we go the bridge house inn now where did i put the party we're probably still up by moore's garden Mm, no you're here this is the bridge inn you've passed it several times that's the excise house sorry this is the bridge inn uh it's a rather swanky establishment obviously you don't guys it's perfectly situated in the center of town near the bridge hence why it's got the name it has a large stables a huge coach house and it even has its own post office locals rarely drink here though because the prices are high but as you step in you can smell delicious food and you can see people drinking a cornucopia of lovely beverages the people who here are here are obviously of a slightly higher class than you're used to. It's wealthy-looking merchants and travellers. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, and so in addition to being an inn, this also serves as a kind of post office, which perhaps might be why the Altdorfers like to use it. Uh, Vilfris, um, sorry, Geldrick will um, kind of have a short word with the older man behind the bar. Um, and then says, come on, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go upstairs, but... I, I can't really go in there myself. Will you check it for me? Yeah. I just think 
feeling quite overwhelmed, he says, and he's, you can see he's holding back tears. He will hand you the key and say, look, here's the, uh, uh, you go up one flight of stairs. And um, he says, "Here, here's his apartment. Uh, I'll, I'll be right out here if you need me, he says. And he kind of leans against the wall um, and gets his handkerchief out. Uh, you stay. Step into uh, a rather simple-looking apartment. There's a double bed, a small writing desk, a chair in the corner, and a closet. So, sort of standard hotel room, if you if you will, in this kind of day and age. This is, this is not ostentatious, but on the other hand, it's also not poor. Is it worth asking other people in the bar in like the ho- in like ocean the boat hotel has like a bar about him? And the sergeant sure. will go up. You'd have to go back down for that, but yeah. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Okay. Uh, can, I, can I put my head out and ask the sergeant, um, the personal effects that were returned to you, are they any? Um, oh, for goodness sake. I'd quite like to see the clothes he was wearing when he died. See if that can shed a bit of more light. They're not in the apartment as such, because the uh, well, what happened to his clothes, they were, they were burned, he says. I'd like to see them, it's okay. Can we do that later? It's, yes, I can. We, we can do that later. I'll, I'll show you them later, he says. Okay, Okay. so let's have a look around the apartment and see what we can learn about this guy. Okay, what are you looking at? Um, sort of trying to get a gist of who he was outside of the watch, whether or not there's any indication of... Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll say again, okay, there's the bed, the desk, the chair in the corner and a closet. Can we look in the desk and in the closet? Okay, well, which one do you want to do first? Desk. Okay. Bless you. Uh, the desk is cluttered with stacks of letters, most of which are unopened, and despite being covered in dust and having evidently sat there for some time. They... Can I open them and see if they say anything interesting? Are you going to open them? Because they're sealed. Well, I'm not going to manage to read them with my extra vision. Okay, so you open the first one, and it seems to be some kind of poetry um, to a... Aver von Coltenwald, who is the uh, daughter of Countess Osterhild. So this is a fairly prestigious noblewoman. Uh, He's written written some poetry. Is this romantic poetry? Yes. And is it, when you say he's written it, this is a letter that he's sent, then not a letter that he's received? No, sorry, this is a letter that he has received. So he didn't write it? He didn't write it. Okay, um... Is it just the one piece of mail? Or the... There's more letters. You can you can open them if you like. Yeah. These, these have all been delivered to him and he's just not opened them. Are they in the same hand? No, they're in different hands. Keep looking, please. Okay, so the next one is a, a letter, um, a love note from Brunhild von Hopsburg, who is the niece of the High Lord Admiral in Altdorf. Okay. She's extorting him to leave Ubersreich and return to Altdorf. When you say extorting, you mean asking, not... Yeah, like... like, not blackmailing him. She's not like, or else. But she's like, please, my heart will break if I do not see you again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Another one. So they're all from women. You very quickly realise. And one of them you recognise as being from Grafina Elena von Midwald, who is the High Lord Treasurer of the Reichland Council herself. What's the Reichland Council? Uh, it's the body that rules in the Emperor's name in the Reichland. So does that mean that she's going um, to be nearby then? No, she's in Altdorf. Okay. Seems to have a lot of female admirers in Altdorf who are all fairly highly placed. You start to open some more letters and you notice that they're written in code using only initials and euphemisms. So whatever it is, it's written uh, using some sort of shorthand or code of some kind. Any of it readable or interpretable at all? You, you keep finding the letters A, U and U, F 
being repeated quite a lot. And also they seem to be dated, and they seem to be weekly correspondence that start from the occupation uh, up until this week. And all of them are signed M. What are the initials of the skies then? Uh, it would be V. Right. Okay, is there any writing paper? Yeah, you can find some if you want. Yo, any evidence that he's actually written to any of these women in the past? What kind of evidence would there be that he's written to them in the past? What do um, you find? Uh, um, indentations in the paper. No, because it doesn't come in notepads like we're used to. He'd have to get like a scroll or something. And What were the letters you said in the code again? A, U and U. A, U and U, F. U, F. So I was making a note for later. Okay. Uh, there's no letters waiting to be sent out at all? No, then he wouldn't really need to do that. He lives above a post office. Okay. Let's look in the closet. Unless you guys have already done that. Do we find well, someone hiding in the closet? Closet is full. No. We find Geldifress. Uh, sorry, Orban. <laughs> no. Um, uh, there is just some really fine clothes uh, for a young man about town. Yeah, really nice clothing. Uh-huh. Nothing in them. He's not left anything in the pockets or anything. Okay. Is there any any of the names from the women in the letters? Is there any you know, do any of them stand out as people that would know each other, or people that I would know something important about? They might know each other because they're in high society in Altdorf, but you don't know. That's not really your uh, area of expertise. I wonder how well born this bloke was if he was so popular with high society. Well, everybody keeps saying how amazing he was. Actually, can I just go and? Check with his mate. Hey, uh, do you know how well born the corporal was? He was from a fairly, um, fairly wealthy family, but not as wealthy as mine. He says. So he seemed to get by. You know, he, he always seemed to get by. He always had plenty of money. It wasn't anything like that. He says. He he had a lot of admirers. Oh yes, he smiles at that. Women did, and men did like him. Um, uh, do you know if he was maintaining any sort of relationship with any of these admirers? Oh, no, no, he wasn't interested in them, he says. But he wouldn't tell them that. <laughs> Is there anything else to see in the room? Anything There's under the, the bed? bed? There's the bed. Is there anything under the bed or hidden under the mattress or anything like that? Okay, uh... Yes, there is. You find. Are a... we meant to be on a map or? No, you're not on a map for this. I'm okay. Afraid. So I just heard you say, and here's the bed. <laughs> As I'm still <laughs> looking at the city of Uberthrake. No, I don't have one for this. Uh, you find a small chest under the. Um, under the bed. Okay, can I open it? Um, yes, you can. Inside. Well, you hear the the chink of coins. Uh, you find uh, some money, uh, quite a bit, in fact. Just... Surprising amount. Not really. Not you're not like rich. It's a small check. Um, it's not an amount that would be unreasonable to expect and have. No, no, this might be pocket change to a, a person of the uh, the gold tier, if you will. So that so in the chest, you reckon there's one gold. 27 silver and 19 brass pennies, which is about three golds worth of coinage. So, a lot by your standards. There's also um, some parchment in there that hints that this money was actually a lot larger. This is more than a corporal in the Altdorf State Army should have lying around. Um, But these um, parchments are kind of bills of sales. Um, You're not entirely sure what because it's all written in legalese. Somebody's he's been spending a lot of money on something. Well, we happen to have a person who specialises in legalese. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could you could maybe take that to your barrister. Are we taking? Are we taking their money? 
Well, if you take, if you hit the receive button, uh, you are. There's nobody in here. Nobody's watching you. He doesn't need it. The button's not doing anything. It's <laughs> saying you never get any anything. You just got a gold coin. The button's not doing it. The game still taunts me. It's not actually going through. So what? what happens when you hit receive? Yeah, yeah, nothing. Nothing happens. That's the point. Nothing. The button oh, activates, yeah. and then nothing. Oh, okay. Um. Because you're not existing on the scene at the moment, right? Select your token and try it now. No, still not really. Hold on, let me see if I... who wants to take it. Guys, you're really gonna steal from a dead man. I, I only click click the button because Rob says it wasn't working. Player must click on. Must be a player to click on. So what happens when you click on it? Literally nothing happens. You, did you already have a gold crown? Yeah, I've I've got a gold crown already. Okay. All right. I shall put it in for you then. I mean, All right. You now have. You know, I wasn't planning off stealing off stealing off a dead man. I mean, uh, no, that's not steal of him. Are you taking it, Rob? No. Gadder, are you taking more? <laughs> you can just take the whole lot then. I may take it and actually do something good with it. Okay. So you know how. Yo, he has family. His this should go to them. He has family. They're rich bastards. They need to be killed for the revolution. Wait, are you taking it now or not? Well, it doesn't matter. No, Gadru, no. Basically, Gadru basically empties out the chest to whatever it is he keeps his money in, and he's now rolling in money. Yeah, I'm going to do something good with it. I feel like a wrestling Gadru. I'm going to do something good with it. No, like actually give it to people who need it rather than rich ponces. <laughs> Money's for the living, as yeah. the common human saying goes. Share the wealth. Come on, guys. Come on, come okay. on. Is there um, anything else? chest no just um some bills of sale um sorry I, I have overlooked yet another thing tonight um when you so whilst um naomi's kind of preoccupied by the chest um osric you kind of idly flick through the um the closet that she's left open you find beneath the fine clothing are several items of clothes that are torn or speckled with small amounts of blood there are also several bloody hand wraps, the kind of cloth that you would wrap around your hand, hanging up on the wall as well. Uh, hanging up inside the closet as well, sorry, on the wall. And they appear to be stained on both sides. Pretty big thing to miss. Well, that's why I'm saying you find it. It's discreetly hidden at the back. I wonder if our friend had any particular blood sport hobbies or if he's being a lot worse than we thought he was. Well, these are the kind of things that a pugilist might wrap around their fists. Yep, which is why I thought he might be a bit of a, you know, brawler. Yeah, Drawing results in a gaping hole in the chest last time I checked. Typically it doesn't, but then again, you've never fought a Kislevite high on vodka. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. I also did try, try to fight a Treeman one time. How does that work out here? I'm Well, I'm no longer in Athel Lauren. Were you responsible for the fires last year? No. <laughs> that was, um, Brad Drew. Oh, your you're um, not... evil twin brother, I see. <laughs> That'd be his good twin brother, wouldn't it? Guy burnt down the forest. I think that can't see Um Right. So you, uh, you're pretty, you're pretty, you're pretty certain. A... You're pretty certain now, Naomi, that you've given this place the once over. You, you've looked at everything. And I'm going to ask the sergeant whether or not he's aware of any recent significant purchases. Well, what do you mean? Like what? Which you will no longer be making. Is, is, are you aware that he's you know spent a lot of money on something? No, um, housing, a horse. Weaponry, gambling debts. Uh, Naomi, can you give me a hard charm test? Okay. Right, while Naomi does the hard one, I'll prepare for the easy one, which involves a bl- which involves a pointy object. 
or my fist. Hmm, very nice. Starting a private gentleman's club, not far from the here. Started, he's, he started or is starting? We've started it. We, we, we're renting a, a warehouse not far from here. Right, so when you say private gentleman's club, do you mean uh, for titillating purposes or for tea drinking purposes? Oh no, we model this on the... Uh, we're soldiers. This was modelled after the ancient Umbarosian warrior lodges. That still doesn't help. Y- y- yes, sorry. Uh, remember, ill-educated oaf, elf, and girl. You will know who the Umbarosians <laughs> were. They were they were Sigmar's people. You know, the Sigmar's tribe. You you are an Umbarosian, probably. Right, so... well, very diluted. But now, what would we expect? One a, of these warrior, places. a warrior's club that was intended to build greater com- comradeship between members of the Altdorf State Army while we were in Uberstrike. Okay, so manly men doing very manly things, being manly, manly, and heterosexual. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> we, have, we, had to, we had to keep it... Um, Keep it to ourselves because our superiors are discouraging these kind of gatherings. But uh, yes, it's um, it's just a little bit of um, fun and sport. Well, if if we have any Vaseline, we know where to go. <laughs> yeah, can we visit this? Maybe later. I mean, it's where I've put um, it's where I've put his his personal effects. But um, perhaps what what do you want to do now? I I still think we should head to the tower. Um. Didn't somebody say they wanted to talk to the patrons in the bar downstairs? See yeah. what they think about them. Yes, I did. Well, I think we should do that. I think that's a good idea. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you step down into the bar again. It smells delicious here. You know, somebody's having a really fine stew. Um, there's the old gentleman at the bar who's kind of doing what bartenders do. He's wiping it down. So see, um, you come down. Um, Orban is trying. Is is holding back. I would. Uh, speak to the barkeep. What can I do for you? Uh, you had a young man staying in. I'll just repeat the room. Which room he's in? I, Corporal Vilfus. Sigma arrest his soul. Yes, I take it you know what's happened then. Yes, of course yes, I do. Kind of in tr- tr- kind of, me and my fe- fellow friends are our associates and fr- friends of his and would like to find out what happened to him. Right. Wasn't that why you went up with um, the Sarge there to go look at his room, just see everything's on? Yeah. Yes, but I'd also like to, kn- to, to know sort of just more about his daily comings and goings while he was here, just to make sure. Well, I didn't keep tabs on my guests. Came and went, you know. I heard that, you know, once a week he'd spend time with the lads in the Magnus Tower. Um, wasn't always here by um, by the time we lock up. Um, liked to drink. Sometimes came back drunk, but he never caused too much trouble. And he paid his dues on time? Of course he did. Hmm, interesting. Do you know if he made... Ah, no, never mind. Gossip. Did he get on well with everybody here? Yeah, well enough, yeah. I mean, okay, he could be. they could get a bit rowdy. <laughs> oh, God, I like your new dice. <laughs> Uh, do, you to spend a, do you wish to spend a fortune point to make that a success? Yeah, well, yes. he didn't even wait. Yes, he did. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, what else are fortune points for? good for, apart from throwing into the ether? He, he, he leans in and goes, look, um, he didn't come here back here every night when he should have done, and that got him into trouble with his superiors, and that's why he was reprimanded a few times. Okay? I don't like to speak ill of the dead. You know where he was those nights? Probably in the drunk tank. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Well... Thank you very much. Right, you are. Well, that's a conversation conversation for the sergeant, surely. Yeah, because technically that's his superior. Mm. Go talk to that sergeant. Go back and talk to the sergeant some more. Yeah. Okay, you talk to Orban. Yeah. Hello, Orban. Hello. So, what did um, what did Were, Gunther say? Were you aware that uh, the 
corporal has been reprimanded a few times for times for drinking. Yeah. Not necessarily for drinking, for not yeah. for not coming back and staying when he should have done. Well, you know, we've been reprimanded for drunken disorderly conduct occasionally, but um, nothing serious. Did you know he wasn't always spending the night here? Well, with respect, neither was I. We'd be out drinking, you know, enjoying the town. So- that's always where he was when he wasn't here, when he was supposed to be? If he wasn't here, he'd either be on duty or in the Magnus Tower or at the club, setting things up. Okay. Mm. That's all he was ever reprimanded for? Yeah, just drinking. Well, it's not like anyone else has ever been reprimanded for drinking. Well, we all do it sometimes, you know. Exactly. What's, what's our next move, friends? I'd say the club, the gentleman's club. Well, it's a bit early to go there now, isn't it? I mean, there'll be nobody there. Gives us time to around before people people join in. Well, look, yeah. we'll go there later when 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 it's time. He says, um, "I'm not sure I can go back there at this time. You know, I need to compose myself. I still reckon we should be in going to the Magnus Tower before they clean up his room." I mean, you're not giving us exactly much of a choice, friend. Well, we can go to the uh, the clubhouse, but it's just a warehouse. There's nothing there, you know. When the others are ready in the evening, we'll go there after we've checked out Magnus Tower. So you just have an empty warehouse. The rules of uh, rules of our warrior lodges are very you know, very old. We can't just let anyone in there. That's why we went to all these lengths to have you know a secret club, if you will. Well, I'm happy to beat someone up here and now to be allowed access. Let me beat someone up. That's not terribly helpful. Well, how does one gain, gain access to these lodges then? Pardon? How does one gain access to them normally then? You're invited by a brother. Are you a brother? Yes, I am. Why? Invited then? Would you like to invite us? Yes. Well, are you wanting to join? Well, <laughs> for the we're going to get in. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm sensing the issue here is yeah. not that we aren't members. It's that you It's like ask the, equi- the equivalent of us of trying to go to a nightclub at two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, yes. Sammy's up in the one there, so we can have a look around and right. see his stuff. I agree with you. That, that that's what we're competing against. It's not the. Yeah. It's not that he's trying to doesn't understand our want to go there at this time of day. Yeah, I've been in the nightclub at two at two o'clock in the afternoon, and it was lovely. Well, look. I'll take you there. And I'll take you there this evening when the place is um, ready for us. Okay, and if you want to join, we can discuss that. We don't tend to allow people in poking around who haven't joined. And yes, we'll have a look at his personal effects, but I don't know if there's anything there. I mean, if I, I've already looked at them and I don't see anything. You know, his, his clothes were burned. But was there a gaping hole in the chest? Well, yes, of course there was. But of course, then there's something there. His shirt had been burned. And blood splattered, he says. And you know, blood. what more is there? You know, he had a necklace. He had his clothes. He had. Um... So you said blood. Well, there were blood splecks. Well, yeah. There's a conspicuous lack of blood on the body. Pardon? There's a conspicuous lack of blood on the body. There's blood on the tunic. That could be important. Just small specks of blood. I mean, the burn wasn't entirely clean. So I guess we're off to the Magnus Tower. Well, like it. I'll have to arrange things. Why don't the Why don't the three of you have lunch here? I'll um I'll tell Gunther to look after you, and um I'll arrange things within an hour or so. I need to get a message to Erwin. With any luck, yeah, they haven't emptied out um the corporal's room. Okay, they will go off and leave you in the bridge inn with Gunther the innkeeper bringing you some food. I'm going to follow him. Yeah, I was about to say I don't quite like this. Okay, uh, come on. Stealthily follow him. Yep, yeah, I'm just gonna uh, give me one second. Uh, have any... What skill are you use? Are you gonna try and use? Let's see which one seems most appropriate. Is it shadowing skill? Oh, no, it's uh... stealth. Stealth urban. So if you can target him, uh, let me just give you something to target first. Uh, yep, 
There he is. If you target um, Orban, and I will roll on his perception once you've done that. Okay. Hang on. Um, so I target him. Mm-hmm. How do I target him again? Double right click. Yeah, or alt left click. Ah, there we go. It just didn't work the first time for some reason. And then you want me to roll on stealth urban. Stealth urban, yeah. Normal? Yeah, just normal. It's an opposed roll, so I can see how well he does. Uh, I can... Rev- you I win. Can rever- but yeah, you're going to easily be able to follow him around the city, see what he gets up to daily. Uh, problem is that you're bringing the other two with you. I wasn't going to. Okay, unless so, they they, so what are you doing? You're basically just going to go, I'm going to use the bathroom, guys, and go away for an hour chasing him around the city. No, I was going to tell them I was going to follow him and I'd put them back here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. To cut a long story short, Naomi, you shadow him all the way up to the um, the gates of the Magnus Tower and he goes in. Are you going to hang around and see him coming back? I assume there's no way that I can follow him in. Well, no, you'd have to talk to the gate guards and they'd probably be like, why is he... Any chance I could be beneath notice on this occasion? You'd have to be like invisible to get in there, Naomi. As I said, you'd have to actually get in an elevator with a guard not noticing you while he's op- while the operators are doing the elevator. No, you're pretty certain you're not going to be able to get past them. You know, short of magic invisibility. Okay, then I will wait. I think me and Gadry meanwhile go to spoons and have a full English. <laughs> okay, um, you watch an old man come in carrying a large sack of post from the uh, the stables. Uh, and I cannot seem to make Orban disappear anymore. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> Give me one second. I will he looks like a 12-year-old. He does look very young. To be honest, I thought it looked like he was wear- wearing lipstick. He does look a bit like uh, Well, the entire thing itself decided to reset for me. Yeah, that's because I disabled the theatre. Nah. I don't actually know how what's to... The, what's right, the so the... So, Naomi, you you see him go into what is basically a fortress. Uh, he has to talk to several guards, and he's let in eventually. But, yeah, you can't walk in. Uh, you'll be seen. You're not invisible. Um, are you going to wait for What's him to come out? I just said I would. While you're in the bar, as I said, you guys see the postmaster come in, and he's got all, he's one of his big sacks of mail, and he goes into a, a side room behind the bar. And this is while you're having a delicious lunch. Guys, you wouldn't like to try and steal any mail for the victim, would you? For- would you? That was going to be my plan. Just go up and tell him that uh, we're friends of the corporal services. Any any post will look after it. And make sure okay, yeah. if you can go, you you can go into the um, the side room and meet the postmaster. And he, 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 so what are you saying to him? He's like, yes, an elf. Have you got a message to send somewhere? I'm afraid we don't deliver to the forests down south. No, we are friends with Corporal. What's his face? I can never remember names. Vilfus. Uh, he's in the NPC log, if you forget, under the watch. Um, you can give me a charm roll, please, Gadger. He's not an animal, so you can't use charm animal, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, you never know in this setting. You're a friend of the, um, you're a friend of the corporals. He says, well, I'm afraid I, I can't really just hand over his letter, but um, I mean, between you and me, um, he's kept me in business quite a lot, he says, and he sort of smiles a little too sweetly. What do you mean by that, if I may ask? Has he been sent to sending letters? Uh, sending, yes, but receiving, certainly more, yes. Okay. Gets all sorts of letters. Popular man, the corporal was. Real shame. Real damn shame. Well, we're making sure. As colleagues of his, we're just making sure everything's in order. You get at least one letter a week from Oldorf, maybe more. Um, do you want to give me uh, an intuition test as well? Oh, oh. 
intuition. That's for like you know perceiving people. Uh, God, it's slow today. Oh wow, you're right on the nose. Okay. Um, nah, fine. Um, yeah, he's smiling a little too sweetly, and it's pretty clear he knows more than he's letting on. Mm. Now, could I buy you a, a drink? Oh, don't drink when I'm on duty. Says no. Well, lunch, lunch then, as we're just a. Um, oh, I, I've already had some. Fair enough. Do humans like money? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they do. Yes. <laughs> Well, as we're investigating, looking into the corporals, what's happened to the poor fellow, mm-hmm. any information that you do have will be rewarded. Oh, I couldn't do that, sir. You know, um, postmaster's um, client privilege. How public is this area? Are you in with them? It's a little room that he just uses to sort the mail. It's not public at all. Gadry, you know what to do. Take sure. Sorry. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm going to offer him two gold. Really? Okay. <laughs> that will. What are you saying? Is you offer him like a year's salary? Just, just say the the watch will be very, very is very interested in knowing what happened to one of their own. Well, if you put it like that, he says. Pockets <laughs> <laughs> the pockets the pockets. This wasn't quite what I meant when I said you know what to do. <laughs> I, just, I, I just knew he didn't know what to do. I presume you were like, I presume you were like. Put the thumb screws on him or something. Yes, Gadru, 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 you know what to do. Five minutes later, Gadru, where's that car gone? <laughs> uh, I lost it in a game of poker. <laughs> Look, um, I now how does how do I how do I get around this? Um, just refuse the bribe. No, no, I'm just trying to think. Um, let's just <laughs> say um, I'm I'm aware that some of the letters that I'd received from the corporal were. Um, we're in a code, he says. Don't do you have me. the cipher? <laughs> don't ask me how I know that, he says, but I do. Um, and even better than that, I mean, it's a long ride from when you're delivering the post. Um, and, you know, it's long evenings in here. Might have managed to decipher it. Yeah. You are a, ma- a very skilled man. Well, you know, um, I am the postmaster here, he says proudly. Um yeah, the the letters were um they were all about a measure of moving money and objects about from Altdorf to Ubersreich. Something to do with a some sort of club with the initials UF. Okay. Many, many of the letters were about the club's membership numbers and their current activities and uh often some impatient phrases such as have they begun doing this or that? But I don't know. Somebody in Altdorf was really quite insistent about what they were up to. And um that lad he, he was renting out a warehouse not far from here. Yes, we've been told they want to turn it into some sort of gentleman's club. Yes, that's right. Um, but as I say, don't ask me how I know was that. I just does. Well we're all entitled to our secrets. Thank you for your Thank you for your um, donation, he says, as he um, kind of drums his fingers on the table. There's nothing else I can really tell you. You've to- told us more than anyone else has in this, in this drawing this debacle. Oh, well, maybe you should throw some more gold coins around more often. <laughs> Only when I steal them off dead people. I might have. You, you might have. You might have overbright slightly there. Uh, yeah, oh, he's like, uh, what's uh, just out of pure interest because we're not uh, because we're not going to charge back in there and take the difference. What was the actual bribe level there? Uh, like two pennies? Uh, I think you'd be looking at like a couple of you know handful of silver. <laughs> I did give him a handful <laughs> of silver. Bear bear in mind that um, this guy probably well no because he's quite. Affluent as well. Your typical postmaster would be making a few silvers a month. 
this guy might make a bit more because he, he li- you know he lives in the prestigious tavern and in, in all, Uber's right. But yeah, you did give him you gave him a pretty substantial bribe there. I'm well aware. I didn't want to faff about. How does this money thing work? Yeah, so you've given away half your gold that you get. It's not more than half the gold that you find. I I I I just absolutely love that uh, that the uh, reaction that was Gadri. You know what to do. Was give him all of our money. It's like, um, how on earth? How on earth have you got to the stage where you tell Mike you know what to do and you're not specific and you're surprised when he doesn't do what you think he's supposed to do? The thing is, I'm I'm not surprised because I said it purely because I knew he'd do something silly and it's entertaining. <laughs> That's fine then. Um, so yeah, with that, um, Marina suddenly returns from sneaking around chasing Orban and um, he comes back into the bar. Presumably, uh, Marina comes in a few minutes later. And he's like, I said, you return to the bar and Marina, uh, you're in a few minutes after Orban. He's like, well, I've spoken to the captain and we can go straight away to um, the tower if, if you want. That's where we'll leave it for just now because it seems like as good a cliffhanger as any. 